Hi, I'm Jerry Scullion, and you're listening to Gut Talks Double G U Double T. Hi, I'm Jerry Scullion, and you're listening to Gut Talks Double G U Double T. There you go. <laughs> So you do multiple things, right? And you, you said rightly, like, I'm a designer. That's what you say when someone yeah. asks you, because you do multiple things. And, you know, design is a link throughout everything you do, right? Yeah. In the way you approach things. And so you deciding to go into um, education and training and working on projects and coaching and, like, podcasting, right? And then I don't know what's next, like building a community, like different yeah. things. How have you been making the decisions of going into all of this and managing all of this? Because it's it's quite a lot. Yeah, it is quite a lot. I, I question why I'm doing it most days. Like I'm like, there's there's other ways I can make a living. I could go work for the man. And it's this constant fight. It's like the pros and cons. I could go and probably work for a consultancy and stuff, but I wouldn't feel really um satiated i wouldn't feel really like i'm achieving what i want to do there's very few businesses out there that i think that could really accept me at this stage of my life like you know i remember i did a talk years and years ago and it was in dublin and i talked about redesigning design and how design is hitting its limitations and i've since given an update on that talk and how it's we've passed it like you know we're we need to radically rethink things. And I remember afterwards, someone coming up to me saying, I really enjoyed your talk. I was like, oh, thank you. Um, that's that's nice. And they're like, but we could never bring you into the bank. And I go, why? And they go, because you're too much of an agitator. And I go, I don't think I'm talking about anything that's too radical here. I said, I'm just talking about really questioning things. And there is this kind of sense with a lot of people out there, and I'm speaking on behalf of my coaches and stuff, kind of have to toe the line at some point and um which i agree with to a point but we do need to ask those questions we're not paid to be compliant we're paid to point at the problems and ideally like help solve some of those problems but um sometimes organizations don't want to hear it i remember like sorry i'm jumping between billy and jack here um when i was in government in australia um, one of the executives refused to speak to me. Okay. Like they just referred to me as scullion and I'm like, how offensive. And it was all because the research that I was bringing back at the time didn't fall in line with what their mandate was. And I didn't like, I, I am, you know, you asked me what I was like in school. I was, or what I was like as a, as a teenager, I was really good. I never got into trouble apart from that one time where I was drinking underage in a pub, but I never really got into trouble, like serious trouble. And like for me, when I go and do a job, I will always give it my full. Like if I take on anyone's projects, I will always give it my full attention to make sure that they are completely satisfied. It's something that baked into us. I think service designers really want to make sure that they're providing a service. But for me, when I'm doing research for organizations, it's not about validating what they want to hear. It's about bringing back those stories that challenge and make them rethink and hopefully become more research-led or human-led, whatever you want to say. You still do that, right? You're I doing still that. take on specific projects if they align to where I'm at. Like Because it, if I'm taking on consultancy-type work, it takes me away from training and then my availability. Mm -hmm. 
and you know truthfully the training can be more lucrative and it frees me up to do other stuff whereas if i'm doing consultancy they tend to buy it on a day a day by day basis so you're kind of like okay i'm locked out now for 20 days and you got to do that work and then suddenly i can't record and i suddenly can't you know do other little bits of training here and there or i can't write or i can't record like this camera's all over this room so i'm ready to record whenever i want mm-hmm. and never have to set up to record a video or any of this kind of stuff it's just ready to go like you know that's that's how i design the space up here it's in my attic in, in my house so those kind of projects they're few and far between but if, if they're for governments or if they're for uh, places that i really um feel connected to that problem then I'll make it work like, you know. So just a, a quick one here. You said you question everything. I totally relate to that. I've always been questioning everything as a kid, like anything. And sometimes it causes like headaches. Like I don't get headaches, but it's like overthinking, like stop it, stop it, stop it, you know. <laughs> it's like, but in professional settings, it's like mm. it, this is this is the challenge where they ask you to come in because it might sound, I mean, we're kind of jumping here into. That's all right. Design being like a fancy thing, research can sound a fancy thing. We want to be seen doing it as an organization, right? Yeah. But then they know exactly where one they want to get to. And then here you have like this friction where, okay, like this is what you are paid to do. This is what you believe like you can add in terms of value to um, them. And they just don't want to see it. Yeah. So lots of things get wrapped into the whole like, design thinking and let's play with a bunch of post-it notes and whatever you mentioned at the beginning you kind of listened to adam lawrence's uh episode on gut talks too Where, how do you see things adam adam <laughs> how do you see things uh now like how were they before how, how do you see the evolution what's your view if you want or take on that the on whole which? idea of research research with if you want led research by organization get to that like goal-driven organization with the internal goal mm-hmm. well there's no one answer there's no. no there's no one answer to it like it depends uh, i'd like to know just what, how they operate how are they making decisions and where are the voices of the people being woven into those decisions that's really at its core about what we're trying to do like we're trying to match that whole um need and hidden need and as often the case to how they design these things whether they're products or services same thing really but anyway um yes so it's really important like i feel like we've been banging our heads against a wall well i have for 20 years like it's like oh obviously so you asked a little bit more around kind of what i do and why i got into training and, and so forth yeah so when i was in australia i started working in government in the last four years before i left australia and it was the first time that I felt like I was seeing things. Okay. It was, I can't describe it. It was like a, a light went on in my head is the way I can describe it for a long time. I was blind, you know, I'm white, I'm man. And a lot of the times I was paid to work in companies that, you know, probably weren't doing it very well. And I was part of that problem. And then when I started working in government, I started to see social problems and the inequalities. And I remember one time I was working way outside of Sydney, um, you know, over in the West in Sydney, for anyone who's listening in Australia. But um, I was sitting in court for a whole week, which sounds like a nightmare to some people. But 
it was incredible okay because i was seeing all of these court cases coming up and for anyone who's got a spare day folks just go to court just go to court and sit in the back you, you learn so much about life but um i really I really wanted to create something that i could point at and say this is what design is as opposed to having those same conversations and that's where the podcast came out of it was something this is human-centered design not mm-hmm. the ideo kind of framework the double diamond the design thinking kind of approach this is a mindset this is what we're talking about this is the stuff to get us rethinking things it starts with the gut it ends with the gut it's in your gut gut talks this is the end of this episode of this segment with jerry school thanks for listening and watch out for the next one